again to Glow Broadcasting, where together we'll learn how to live successfully and triumphantly as kingdom absolutes for Christ Jesus upon the earth as we sit and learn at his feet. Today we'll be continuing our series on kicking the poverty mentality, learning how to be free and immune to the financial recession and depression killing the world around us. And today we will be looking at maximizing the power of our words over poverty. Maximizing the power of our words over poverty. It's key for us to note that our words frames our world. Our words creates and recreates our world. The summary of our life is usually seen in our words. The things we say, the things we do, the things we're motivated to carry out, which is mostly seen in our words. Over 90% of humans will first say what they want to do or intend to do before carrying it out. Meaning our words is a driving force in our lives. Just as much as our thoughts is a driving force. And when we think and we meditate on what we want to do, then we begin to speak it into being. And then we begin to see it manifest in our lives because we are driven to do whatsoever we think and we say. Our thoughts and our words works vice versa. Whatever you think you're sure to say and whatsoever you say you're sure to think. Whatsoever you think you're sure to say and you're sure to do and whatsoever you say you're sure to think about and you're sure to do. Because once you start saying it over and over again, you begin to believe those words. It gets to a point that you begin to believe it. Even if it started out as a lie, over a period of time, if you keep saying the same thing, you begin to believe that lie. And then you begin to leave that lie. And that is what we find in our world today. People believing the lies of the devil that has been infused into their thoughts. And because they refused to hold back, then they begin to experience that lie in their lives. So the first, uh, the first thing we will be looking at is that your words must be bigger than your circumstance. Your mouth must be bigger than your circumstance. What does that mean? It means refuse to shrink your life with your words. Refuse to shrink yourself to the size of your circumstance. Rather, come up either to that place of glory where your words recreate the situations and the circumstances around you. Your words recreate the situation of your life. Refuse to shrink to the level of the situation and the circumstance in your life. Remember the woman with the issue of blood. She had become poor 
there was nowhere else to go to there was nowhere else to turn to and then she heard that jesus was in town and then she began to believe every testimony every word that was spoken concerning jesus those who had their eyes back through his ministry those who were fed by his ministry those who were delivered from the oppression of the devil and the affliction of the enemy by his ministry and then she began to believe that this Jesus will be able to heal and then she began to think and to say out of her mouth so she refused to shrink her life to the size of a situation by saying oh well there is nothing I could do about it at least you all could be at his meetings but I couldn't I could not possible uh possibly be at his meetings and so i don't have any option i cannot be at his meetings and so i'm hopeless no she didn't allow that she believed every word that was said and then she began to declare out of her mouth saying if only i may just touch the elm of his garment i will be made whole if only i could just touch the hem of his garment i will be made whole i will be delivered and, and she kept saying it and then she had it because she believed every single word of it and i believe the lord is saying to someone this are refuse to shrink your life according to your situation refuse to shrink your life according to your circumstances it's time for you to set out in faith it's time for you to begin to declare what you want to see because faithful is he who has spoken his words to you who is able to perform it in your life so we see that our mouth must be positively bigger than our circumstances secondly refuse to reiterate the challenges but reiterate only the solutions in God's word we see this over in the book of psalms psalms 81 verse 10 to 16 the lord speaking there says i am the lord thy god which brought thee out of the land of egypt open thy mouth wide and i will fill it but my people will not hearken to my voice and israel will will not of me so i gave them up unto their own hearts lost and they walked in their own counsels all oh, that my people had hearkened unto me and israel had walked in my ways i should soon have subdued their enemies and turned and turned my hand against the adversaries the haters of the lord should have submitted themselves unto him but their time should but their time should have endured forever he should have fed them also with the finest of the wheat and with honey out of the rock should i have satisfied them so we see So we see here that it is very key for us to open our mouths wide speaking the words of the Lord declaring 
that we may be justified, declaring the things that the Father has said concerning us rather than the, the situations and the things that the world is trying to make us have and to make us say about ourselves. It's time for us to begin to speak words of life, words of hope, words of solutions, and we can only have the sense to do that We can only have the sense to do that when we begin to speak the word of the living God. When we begin to declare his word, when we begin to say only what he says over us, then our success and our victory is sure. So we see that we must refuse to retrain the challenges, but speak only the situation, the solution, beg your pardon, speak only the solution in God's word. We must speak only that which the Lord has spoken concerning us. Say only what he says. He says, this book of the Lord shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate upon it day and night. To observe everything that has been written therein, so that you can make your way prosperous and that you may have good success. So it's key for us to say only what he has said concerning us. Next, we are to speak boldly our expectations of faith according to Isaiah 43 verse 26 it says put me in remember in remembrance says the Lord let let us plead together declare thou that thou mayest be justified put me in remembrance let us plead together declare thou that thou mayest be justified so we're justified by the words of our mouth. We're justified by the things we say. We're justified by the words of truth, the words of hope that the Lord has revealed to us through scriptures. So it is time for us to begin to speak those words, begin to speak those things that he has said concerning us. We see that in the scripture just read now, declare and you will be justified. Meaning, until we declare, our justification will not be manifest physically. With God, we're justified. But for us to have the fulfillment of it in our lives, in our this earthly firm world, for us to have the tangibility of our justification unto our increase and our prosperity, we need to declare it. And that's why scripture says, let the righteous, let the redeemed say, I am the redeemed of the Lord. Let the rich, let the poor say I am rich. If you keep saying I'm poor, then you'll remain poor forever. But that's not the will of God for your life. His will is for you to prosper and be healthy even as your soul prospers. So you need to begin to speak about abundance. You need to begin to speak the blessing. Begin to say I am the blessed of the Lord and highly favored of God. My needs are met. I have plenty more to put in store. In the name of Jesus Christ. And as you begin to say that, you begin to experience the manifestations of God's blessing in your life. Next, we need to speak our future and not our past. Yes, we learn from our past, but we are to begin to speak what we want to see. Begin to speak what you want to experience. Begin to speak what you want to have made manifest in your life are you tired of stagnation are you tired of lack are you tired of want it's time for you to begin to speak what you want to see begin to say the end result of the situation you're going through refuse to 
reiterate that circumstance, but rather reiterate the solutions in Christ Jesus. Because whatsoever you speak will draw you into the direction of the words you're speaking, whether future or past. If you want to get off from your past and you want to begin to have a beautiful future, then begin to speak that future into being. Whether you want to be a week down the line, where do you want to be a month down the line, where do you want to be a year down the line, where do you want to be 10 years down the line, that is what you should say, not what you're having now, not the pandemic, not the situations, not the bankruptcy, speak where you want to be, begin to say, I'm established, I'm begin to declare that you have the job that you've always deserved, that you are in the center of God's will for your life, that you are promoted, that you are increasing, that you are abounding in the blessing. Begin to speak what you want to see. Also, you need to refuse to carry the care of your life. Begin Refuse to carry the cares of your life with your words. Matthew 6 verse 23 to uh, 33. It says, but if thine eye be single, thy old body will be full of light. But if thy eye be evil, thy old body will be full of darkness. How great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or else he will hold to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon at the same time. Therefore I say to you, take no thought for your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor for your body, what you shall put on, is not life more than meat, and your body more than raiment. Behold the fowl of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into bonds, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit unto your stature? And why take ye thought for, for raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they neither toil nor spin, and yet your heavenly Father. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of this. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, verse 31, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall I eat, or what shall I drink, or what shall I wear, or whither shall I be clothed? For after all those things to the gentles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. They shall be added unto you. So you see how much God cares for you and is admonishing us. Refuse to carry the care of your life, especially by taking the thought of it with your words. Remember what we just read in verse 31. He says, take no thought saying, 
So one key way by which we take thoughts is by saying we claim every thought we think by the words of our mouth. We claim every thought we think by the words of our mouth. I'll say that again. We claim every thought we think by the words of our mouth. So refuse to carry the care of your life by taking thought because as long as you do that, you keep yourself in a state of poverty. You keep yourself perpetually under the weight of pressure. But once you're able to speak only the blessing over yourself, then your victory is sure. And I, that brings me to this very key point. If you cannot find anything positive, positive to say, keep your mouth shut. If you cannot find anything positive to say, keep your mouth shut. Remember what we read all through yesterday in the book of Proverbs. Proverbs 21 verse 23. Whosoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul from troubles. Whosoever keeps his mouth and his tongue keeps his soul from trouble. So it is time for us to get a grip over our words. Get a grip over the things we say. If you do not have anything positive to say over that situation, keep your mouth shut. It will save your soul. It will save your finance. It will save your destiny. And I see you've been saved in the name of Jesus. It is time for us to begin to invest our words. Start giving God words that he can work with. Quit allowing the devil run over your finance, run over your life by the negative things you're saying. And begin to say those words that God can work with. Words of life. The recession cannot get into your life if you do not speak it. This recession is not for those of us who are believing and walking and honoring God. It is for the Babylonian system that has refused to honor God. And God is saying to us this morning, let me enter your space. Let me take over your life. And you can only do it by speaking words of blessing. Let me rot the blessing in your life as you speak my words. And I see you basking in the increase in the prosperity plan of the Lord for your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so maybe you're you've been listening to me and you're yet to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. This is a golden opportunity presented to you by the Father. All you need to do right now is to join me in this prayer. You can raise your right hands to heaven and just focus your gaze on Jesus. You can close your eyes if you're all by yourself and not driving. And just say this with me, Heavenly Father, I come before you today. Also, if you want to rededicate your life, maybe you were a Christian before, you believed in Jesus, but at a certain point you let go. Jesus is saying, you can come home now. I'm right now where you left me, and I will return to you if you will return to me. So just join in right now and begin to experience the redemptive power of God in your life in Jesus' name. So say with me, Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I repent of my sins and the past and every evil it stands for. Take my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and do something beautiful with it. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for delivering me. I give you glory and I give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. 
thank you because I believe you came to this world, you died, and on the third day you rose again so that I might be justified, so that I might be saved, so that I might be set free from sin, from death, from the curse, from poverty, from lack, from want. In Jesus Christ's mighty name, we've prayed and given thanks. Amen. You have been set free, dear one. Congratulations. Heaven is full of joy. Now you can begin to bask in the word of God so that you can have positive words to speak over your life, over your circumstances, over your destiny, over your findings in every area of your life. If you want to know more about Jesus, you find that in the Gospels all the way through to the book of Hebrews because from uh, the Gospels from Matthew through to John, you find the person of Jesus. From Acts through to Hebrews, you find the effect of his death and resurrection on the cross. And so I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance amongst the saints. Words of encouragement you find in the book of uh, Psalms. Words of wisdom. Words of wisdom you find in the book of of Proverbs. If you don't have a Bible, that's not a problem. You can go to any app store on your mobile device and download either the KJV or the NLT or the Amplified Version of the Bible. And so I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among the saints. Have a glorious and a beautiful day ahead of you today. Remain ever blessed. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. You can link up with us on Instagram at Glow Broadcasting and on Twitter at Broadcast Glow. You can also uh, listen to us everywhere uh, on Google Broadcast, on Google Podcast, on Spotify and Breaker. You can listen everywhere at Glow Broadcast. And have a wonderful and a beautiful day ahead of you today. Remain ever blessed. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. Peace and bye for now.